Hello and welcome to another episode of Startup Puzzle Middle East. So today we thought we'd talk to you guys about uh, how to plan your business. There's a really good tool you can use called the Lean Canvas and uh, we're going to be talking about that today. Hi everyone. So this is a very exciting topic. Uh, the Lean Canvas is basically an adaptation of the business model canvas, which was developed by Alexander Osterwalder. And Lean Canvas is an adaptation of that and was done by Ash Moria. And we recommend the Lean Canvas when you're first starting to validate your startup idea. We think that the business model canvas works really well for an already existing business that's potentially looking to pivot or find any gaps. But Lean Canvas is great because it, it kind of starts with the problem and goes into the solution and your unfair advantage. So how we'll address the Lean Canvas is that we'll divide it into three parts. The Lean Canvas is a very visual tool. It is your one page business plan. So we will include the Ajarkar Lean Canvas uh, as a reference, as a link. So the Lean Canvas is basically a one page document that is split into nine blocks. So we are going to split this up into three sections, but basically everything that's on the left side of the Lean Canvas is everything to do with the product and everything on the right has to do with the market. And bang in the middle is where your unique value proposition sits. So what we'll do is we'll take you through um, starting from the left side because that's where you address your problem, your solution, your unique value proposition and your key metrics first. And we'll use Ajarkar as an example for this. The first block that you see on the left side is the problem block. And this is where you're identifying what kind of problem you're trying to solve. So basically this is the reason why your business exists, right? Um, and uh, it gives you a good understanding of uh, what you should do to fix the problem. So uh, in our case, in Ajarkar's case, we had three major problems that we identified, which were that small car rental companies don't have the marketing skills. Um, you know, customers need to call multiple car rental companies to find the car that they want and to compare their prices. And the third one was that customers often get different prices online versus offline. Uh, you know, it's not very transparent. So those were the three major problems that we identified. Yeah, and the problem is very interlinked with your solution. So in your solution as well, you you should focus on uh, your top three features that you offer. So yeah, in our solution column, we have uh, three main things, which is that we provide car rental companies with an online marketplace where they can uh, market their cars and, and get bookings. Uh, the second thing would be to aggregate the data from all these different car rental companies and allow customers to be able to book the car online with transparent pricing. The third thing would be to include delivery and insurance into the cost of the uh, booking so that the customer is not surprised by any uh, you know, additional fees later on. So it's an all-inclusive price. So that was our solution. So once you've identified your problem what your solution is, it's important to also figure out what your key metrics is. Your key metrics are the key activities that you'll measure, that you'll use to define yeah, if so, you're successful. 
Yeah, so uh, when you're building out your uh, financial model, which will come after you build out this canvas, so you need your key metrics to be able to figure out whether your business is going to be profitable or not. Within the key metrics as well, uh, you can have qualitative metrics as well as quantitative and comparative metrics. So your quantitative metrics are looking at traffic to website, looking at user engagement on website, looking at time spent on site. And then your comparative metrics would be things like A-B testing landing pages, changing call to action buttons and everything. So all of these key metrics have an impact on your overall metrics, which is your customer acquisition cost, your customer lifetime value. So for HRCAR, our key metrics that we decided that were the most important were the number of partners, of course, because the more mm-hmm. partners we have, the larger selection of cars we have, the better pricing we can get because we can compare the prices between our different partners. Uh, customer acquisition cost, that's tied to our traffic. So how many uh, people do we get to the website? Uh, through different means and uh, the customer acquisition cost is actually how much it costs us to convert one person uh, into a customer. Yeah, along with the customer acquisition cost, even the customer lifetime value is really important. So that especially has an impact on when we're trying to acquire a customer for leasing. So traffic and conversion rate are two metrics that we track very closely. How many people are coming to the site out of those? How many people are actually booking a car? And then transaction value, which is a huge one. So we realized really early that, uh, you know, if we deal in luxury cars and high-end cars, we are going to make a higher margin on that. So uh, transaction value is hugely important to us as well. And of course, lifetime value as well, as Mamta said before, which is uh, how many people are coming back once they book a car with us. Yeah. So that's the left side of the lean canvas. Uh, Then we go right to the middle, which is your unique value proposition. So this is a single clear and compelling message that explains how your company is going to be differentiated. So yeah, for us, our unique value proposition is uh, find the largest selection of cars for online booking with free delivery and at the best prices. So um, that's what we figured would be unique about us. So you'd get the largest selection, which is uh, basically a huge variety of cars. We have like over uh, 200 different kinds of cars available on a jar car. And uh, we're able to find the best price because we compare it against so many different car rental companies. And uh, as we said before, we wanted the pricing to include the delivery cost as well. So that's what's unique about Ajarkar versus, say, rentalcars.com or Kayak, which are some of our international competition. Um, Your unique value proposition is basically a promise of the value that your company is going to deliver to your customer segments. Moving to the right of the lean canvas, we go into your unfair advantage. So this is something that can't easily be copied or bought. So it's something that uh, really gives you an edge compared to your competitors. Yeah, so for us, an unfair advantage, I would say, is that the small car rental companies offer cheaper rates, but they don't have the technology to integrate with some of these bigger partners and the bigger car rental websites aren't interested in the smaller car rental companies. So that's where Ajarkar steps in providing those technology services and uh, providing that platform. 
apart from that uh, we were first to market with this concept so that's an unfair advantage to us that uh, nobody else in the UAE market's really focusing on the small to medium sized car rental companies another uh, advantage for us is both the founders are um, you know we have the technology and marketing skills in house so it's not a big cost to us compared to like other um, you know other startups in this space where they either lack technology side or the marketing side so we have both of those in house and um, yeah so i think that's some of the advantages that a jar car has as a business i would also say that uh, the user experience is our unfair advantage um we have seen other websites that don't offer online booking um and they're more listing websites but compared to that ajarkar user interface is very clean it's very clear and people can do this hassle free so that's really an unfair advantage looking at the competitors in the market right now so now that we've covered unfair advantage we should focus on customer segments which is who are your target customers what are their demographics age groups gender nationality what are their psychographics and this relates very much to the problem that you have as well yeah you want to try and be as specific as possible because uh, you know you want to try and identify who your early adopters are going to be who are the first few people who are going to start using your services mm-hmm. or your product so in the jarkar's case we uh, identified a couple of uh, countries of tourists so most of our customers were going to be tourists but in particular australia and uk because cars are very expensive in those markets uh, yeah. and when they come over here they find it cheap so they like to rent the nicer cars when they move uh, when they when they're visiting dubai yeah it's part of like the dubai lifestyle to drive around <laughs> in a swanky car and true and then also we uh, identified gcc um in more general as a tourist market because we have a lot of saudis kuwaitis bahrainis omanis coming to dubai for holidays so uh, those were the main uh, tourist market that we looked at the second thing we looked at is uh, people who have recently moved to dubai because um, you know they are um, they don't have their driving licenses yet and they need a car so dubai is a driving city so usually most people rent a car for the first two or three months before making a purchase so that was another thing that we looked at then uh, another segment we identified was uh, people whose uh, cars are in the garage so if their car is going to be in the garage for like 10 days you need a car you're going to have to rent a car and uh lastly is uh, a group of people who usually use taxis and public transportation on a daily basis but say for a special weekend or you know they want to go out of town they're going to maybe hire a car or drive a car themselves and maybe rent a car yeah if they're doing like a family trip or something then they'd prefer to rent a car and most of the target audience uh for our car is males and is basically between 25 to 40 year olds generally yeah 25 to 40 years old yeah. yeah that's what that's our target market yeah so it's important to identify your customer segments because from there you can figure out what your path to your customers is that is your channels block in the lean canvas so uh, our channels we identified with uh, before is first we looked at what the competition is doing and uh, we realized some gaps in the market so we decided to concentrate on content marketing as a big source of uh, traffic for us 
Mm-hmm. So content marketing is like you know creating blog posts and interesting content, targeting video content, video content, targeting um, you know your your demographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we focus a lot on SEO, of course, digital marketing, Google, Facebook, Instagram marketing. Uh, we also looked at revenue sharing with affiliates like. Um, uh, influencers and uh, travel agencies and garages and insurance companies so uh, those were some of the uh, main channels that we looked at to uh, try and promote our business yeah we are also going to do an episode uh, in a few weeks uh, where we look at specifically content marketing because that is something that can help um, a lot of startups out there to reach customers at not a really high cost. Um, so watch out for that one. Moving to the bottom of the lean canvas structure, the last two blocks um, are around cost structure and revenue streams. So yeah, when so we look at cost structure, so it's basically your finances. For it's this. your finances. Very, very important. Yeah. So the cost structure is pretty much anything that you can identify as uh, that's going to cost your business money or where you'll have to burn cash, basically. So uh, for us, it's web development and hosting costs, uh, our digital marketing costs, of course, um, you know, business development. So that's a cost in itself. You know, we had to hire somebody to go out and meet with uh, different car rental companies to bring them on board as partners. We had to uh, have meetings with different affiliates so that we could promote our services through them. So that was a big cost for us. Uh, content creation uh, was another big cost because uh, of our content marketing strategy. We had to continuously put out blog posts video content so creating all that content costs money as well and then uh, support services so we had to make sure our customer support was top-notch because we wanted to make sure that our customers keep coming back to us so we invested heavily in customer support um the last block of the lean canvas is revenue streams so here you talk about your different revenue streams what your revenue model is what your lifetime value is uh, gross margins etc so for Ajar Car, the revenue stream consists of? So our primary uh, revenue stream is uh, online conversions, online bookings for car rentals, of course. Uh, apart from that, we identified a few things where we could also make revenue from, which is uh, featured car listings. So if some car rental company wanted to promote a particular car, we charge them to be uh, you know, on the front page of the site. Uh, of course, that leads to higher conversion for that car. Uh, also, um, you know, we could feature the cars in an email blast that we send out to our existing customers. So if they wanted to say, for example, they have a car that's not moved for a long time, we could charge them a fee to send out an email so that, you know, at least the car is in use. Maybe they'd give a discounted price or something like that, but, uh, you know, at least they're making some income on that car. Uh, another thing that we looked at is selling ad space on the site. Anyone who's looking at car rental is most likely to be a tourist. Yeah. So anyone that's trying to reach out to the tourist segment can look to advertise NHR car. And we can also work out barter agreements where we get premium placement as well on their sites. The last thing that we looked at was lead generation from long-term leasing. So we figured out that lots of people who come to rent a car are also looking to lease a car for maybe a year which we don't have for online booking right now, but we collect their email addresses and uh, we can forward them to car rental companies and charge them money for that. For leads, yeah. 
yeah um so that is the lean canvas do take a look at the ajarkar lean canvas that we'll include as a link we debated quite a bit about whether we should cover the lean canvas or the business model canvas and we just think that the lean canvas is a lot more entrepreneur focused and it's really really good when you're looking at validating your startup idea coming up with the startup idea or trying to get partners co-founders on board presenting to investors and everything uh since it did most of the talking for this episode i am going to close this episode because this is supposed to be a shared podcast <laughs> okay bye <laughs> I thought we agreed like you'd ex- you'd explain the Yes, but you re-explained. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I thought we could use this in the podcast as banter. But no. 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 Well, we could and it would be very Candice and Casey. Couple therapy. <laughs> anyway, so we hope you enjoyed this episode on the lean canvas. Uh we encourage you to do this for your business idea as well. Do take a look at the Ajarkar Lean Canvas. We'll include it as a link and give us your feedback. Tell us if you prefer the business model canvas versus the lean canvas and share your lean canvases with us. We'd love to take a look and give feedback if you need. Yeah, uh another tip uh is you can use this site called Canavisor and uh it's it's, it's canvas can can canva canvanizer canvanizer <laughs> c a n v a n i z e r dot com yeah canvanizer <laughs> yeah. Okay. so you guys can use this uh, website called canvanizer dot com and um, you know they have like a online tool which has the whole uh, canvas set up for you already you can just click and add your points that's what we used for our lean canvas so uh, they have the business model canvas as well so you can have a look at both of them and decide which works best Um so this podcast is hosted using anchor.fm um anchor.fm distributes our podcast to all your podcast listening platforms and what's cool about anchor is that if you download an app you can record a message and leave it for us and we'll answer it in an upcoming episode it'll be great to hear your feedback and to hear your voice messages and include them in the episodes You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and now LinkedIn. Just look for Startup Hustle ME or Startup Hustle Middle East and you'll find us. And use the hashtag Startup Hustle ME to ask us any questions, to share your comments and we just love to hear from you. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out and uh thank you guys for listening. keep on hustling <laughs> I want to win yeah I, but I think it's funny all right okay cool keep on hustling guys it's my life